Have you ever found yourself speaking to someone, talking to them, and all of a sudden you notice that they're not communicating very well? Or you have a problem with a person and you say, you know what? I got to have a hard conversation with this person because what they're saying, I do not like. And we got to change the situation. So how do you have a conversation to make the difference? Welcome to The Sales Doctor, where we talk about the process of selling and how to put more money into your pocket. I'm your host, Dr. Nate Brooks, and in this episode, we're going to talk about conversation. How do you have a good conversation? In sales, if you're in sales or not in sales, you have to always begin to have a good conversation because this way you get your point and idea across. So how do you have a good conversation or what is a conversation? Now, a conversation is an interactive communication between two or more people. So what skills should a conversationalist have? In other words, what conversational skills should you have? Well, first off, you should be able to initiate, sustain, and the ability to end the conversation. Also, one should be able to engage, which means they take turns in talking. Also being able to ask questions to get clarity. Many people have no idea how this works. But now once you understand how to have a conversation, it's great. But I got a question for you. How does one become a conversational person or how does a conversation become conversational? Well, first off, you have to talk slowly. That would help. Always hold eye contact. Notice all the details that they're doing. Become really interested in the person. Express your emotions, offer interesting insights, and also use your best words. This will help you to be, become a very good conversationalist. Some of the things I personally do, I make it a mission to learn about people I meet. I want to find out what's going on, how they tick, who they are. This one become very interested. Next, I also focus my attention on the conversation. I always ask different questions. You know, how can I improve my communication skills? I, th- I tend to sometimes lack my focus. But as I become more focused, I have a great conversation. I also steer the conversation towards passions, their passion. I've learned this. I always talk in terms of the other person's interest. As I do this, I'm great. I find many times people ask the wrong kind of questions. They ask yes, no questions called closed in questions. Well, learn how to ask open ended questions. Questions that begin with what, why, when, where, and how. This way you get more information. The more information that you get, the better it is to have a conversation. What is a good conversation? A good conversation requires balance between simplicity and detail, staying on topic and not changing the subject. But what about the critical conversation, the hard conversation, the one where you have to get critical with them? Many people have no idea how that works, which means that they lack the communication skills of how to have the hard conversation. So what are some examples of a hard conversation? Let's say, for example, you're trying to resolve a problem because they failed to do certain things. 
they miss deadlines or you have to fire someone, which means you have to be very, very direct. Now, many times you have to alter confrontational language to cooperative language. Now, doing this, this is very difficult because you had to build a relationship in the face of conflict. So how do you do it? Well, here's some steps. Well, first off, having a difficult conversation or a hard conversation, it may take several steps. You have to be very productive and it has to be as painless as possible. So number one, always be direct. Number two, be specific. Plan out your conversation. Watch your language. Offer a solution. Because many times people have a conflict, but yet still they have no idea how to address the solution or suggest a solution. And also manage your emotions. Always become empathetic. Not sympathetic, but empathetic. And I want to give you a tool that I believe will help you for the rest of your life. I find that many people sometimes don't understand how this tool works. This tool is called a conversation stack. Now, this stack is very important because, see, what it does is show you how to have a conversation. Now, you may say to yourself, why have a conversation? Because right now, people don't have conversations. If you use this tool, it'll be worth it for the rest of your life. Now, this tool, why is it important? Well, first off, it's a networking tool. It'll help you to make small talk, chit-chat, and people will start to listen. Also, it would develop your listening skills. I find many times that people don't listen. I was talking to a lady the other day. She was talking, 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 but she was not listening. So learn how to listen. So this tool will help you become a better listener. Next, it'll help you with your problem-solving skills. Because I find that many times people want to know how to solve a problem. You may have the answer. And if you have the answer, you can help solve their problems. Also, it will help you with your cognitive skills, which means that you'll be able to think better. I know every time I have a conversation with an intellectual person, I love talking to them because, see, it develops my cognitive skills. And many times people don't understand that. What I find is this. As a person or persons, many times people leave money on the table. What I mean by that is that they don't know how to get people to trust, like, or know them at all. They'll talk about themselves, but no no one else. Conversation is a dying art. Nowadays, people do use their text messages and their cell phones and their smartphones, and they quit talking. Recently, my my son and I were at BJ's restaurant, and we were talking about different things, about his grades and where he's going, his goals. And it's amazing because as I looked around, I saw people at the table with their smartphones out texting. Not talking, not doing face-to-face real time with them, but texting other people, not having a conversation. It's amazing. I remember I went to a purpose conference. And this purpose conference, I was there early and I got there and I sat down to get my breakfast. But then I was waiting for my breakfast. This lady walks up and she said, is this seat taken? I said, no, it's not. And she's, oh, no problem. I said, yes, go ahead. Your name's on the seat. So we laughed about that. She was very friendly. And then she said, well, I'm going to get my breakfast. She did. When she came back, she did not have the uh, a lot of food on her plate. So I asked her a question about that. And she said, well, you know, I watched my weight because I used to be a model. I said, oh, wow, it's interesting. But as I began to talk to her, I find out her name is Susan Fries. And she is a, has a company that uh, has a territory from San Diego to San Luis Obispo. They call her the termite lady. 
Now, I was surprised when I heard that about the termite lady. I even asked her a question. What do you mean by termite lady? And she explained to me. Then she got on the panel and she was outstanding. She was very good. But my point is this. I wouldn't have found out anything about her unless I had the conversation. You see, conversations are so important. You can learn different things. Dr. Morabian out of UCLA said this. He said 55% of our message is normally nonverbal. 38% of our message is verbal, which means that people do what they see, not what they hear. So as I'm speaking to her, I'm looking at her and watching her nonverbal language, things like that. But I'm learning things. What I'm going to show you is this. I'm going to show you how to have a good conversation with a person. First, I'm going to give you nine items to recall or memorize. It's very simple. After I give you the nine items, I'll come back and I'll tell you how to use the nine items, okay? So first, nine items. The first thing is a brass nameplate. It has your name on it. It's so bright, it hurts your eyes. It's the foundation for the house of your dreams. Now, this could be a house in the Beverly Hills. It could be a house in the mountains, on the beach. But it's the house of your dreams. In the fireplace of the house of your dreams, rolled up is a map of the world. At the very end of the map of the world is a white work glove. Now let's stop. Let's review. Make sure you have it. The first item was what? A brass nameplate. Whose name is on it? Your name is on it. Next is the foundation for the house of your dreams. Rolled up in the fireplace in the house of your dreams is a what? A map of the world. At the very end of the map of the world is a white work glove. Let's continue. Now this white work glove is holding on to a 747. It's trying to fly. But in the cockpit stuck in there is a tennis racket. On the mesh of the tennis racket is a family swinging back and forth. Behind the family is a football goal post. On the top left upright placed in there is a bouquet of flowers. All right, now let's go back and let's review. So let's let's make sure we got it. Okay, so now go with me and see if you have them also, okay? So the first item is what? A brass nameplate, correct. Whose name is on it? Your name. It's the foundation for the house of your dreams. Now, roll up fireplace of the house of your dream is what? Oh, okay, right. Come on, think, think, think. I won't tell you. I'm going to let you think it through. It's a map of the world. Okay. Now, map of the world. Then after that, it's what? A white work glove holding on to a what? 747. And the cockpit stuck in there is what? Tennis racket. On the mesh of the tennis racket is what? A family swinging back and forth. Behind the family is what? Football goalposts. On the top left upright is what? A bouquet of flowers. Let's see how we do this. How do you how do you use this? Well, first off, the first item is what? A brass nameplate. Whose name is on it? Your name. So let's say you you uh, you're you're out one day and you see somebody. The first thing you're gonna ask them is what? What is their what? Name. Ask anything about the name, how you spell your name, how long you have the name, what's your nickname, anything like that. Now, as you do this, you'd be surprised how people will respond to you. I was at a meeting recently. When I got there, I was sitting at that table again. A lady walked up. Her name was Melinda. I asked her what her name was. She told me, and I began to use this stack. Now, the second item is what? A house of your dreams. So you ask questions about the house of their dreams. Just ask them. Where do you reside? Where do you live? What's your favorite room in the house? Why is it your favorite room? They'll talk to you. They'll tell you. All you do is sit back and do what? Listen. 
That's it. Just listen. Don't talk. Listen. Now, as you listen, the next item is what? Roll up in the fireplace is what? A map of the world. You ask, where would you like to be or travel? If you had anywhere in the world to travel, where would you like to go? And they'll talk. They'll tell you. I asked the lady the same thing. I said, well, if you could travel anywhere in the world, where would you like to go? She said, Paris. I said, Paris? Wow, amazing. And we talked to them for quite a while. At the very end of the, of the map of the world is what? A white work glove. The question, what do you do for a living? Let them talk. Ask questions. How long you been doing it? What's your next step? Ask questions about the white work glove. Next is holding, holding on to a what? A 747. Does your job allow you to travel? They'll answer, fine. Let's say if your job allowed you to travel, where would you like to travel to? Who's the most interesting customer you ever talked to? What's the most interesting thing you ever done? They will talk. Just listen. Next, stuck in the cockpit is a what? A tennis racket. What do you do in your spare time? And they'll talk. They'll tell you. Do you play sports? Uh, they'll tell you. If they play sports, great. But now sometimes people don't play sports. I met a lady on, lady on a plane who was a knit, knitting, knitting expert. She would do all this knitting things for scarves and hats and all kinds of different things. But that's what she did in her spare time. Some people will read. I'll find the kind of books they read, uh, the movies they watch. Uh, it's amazing. Just listen. Ask questions and listen. On the mesh of the tennis racket is what? A family. Does your family reside with you? How large is your family? Who's your favorite person in your family? Now, behind the family is what? A football goalpost. And you ask the question. What are your goals? Short range, medium range, long range. What, what are your biggest dreams in life? Why is it your dream? Now, people like to talk about themselves. So let them talk. Behind the, behind the uh, top left upright of the football goalpost is what? You place some bouquet of flowers. Now, this one's very important because people will talk to you forever with this one. In other words, out of all the people you're in, the, in, your, in your life, who has made the biggest impact and how have, they sh- have, how have you shown appreciation? Let them talk. This is how you use the stack. Ask questions. As you ask questions, they'll answer the questions. It's amazing how it works. You might say, well, how, how can we do this better? Yeah, there's a different level. So let's talk about some things, how you can make it better for you. There is something called a ladder formula. Ladder, L-A-D-D-E-R. And what that means is this. L stands for look. When you look at the person, when they're talking to you, asking, what look, look at them. Look at their face, look at their gesture. I mean, look. The A stands for ask. Ask questions. Well, use the words why, what, who, when, where, how. Now, certain words will get you a long response. Some words will get you a short response. So now, why, what, who, and how will get you long responses. When and where will get you a short response. So as you begin to ask questions, put those words in front of it. Why are you doing this? What happened? Who you who, who uh, made the biggest impact? How long you been doing it? They will talk. All you do is sit back and listen. Now the D, the double D, D-D. All right, L-A-D-D. Now the D-D stands for don't interrupt, don't change the subject. Because people always will interrupt and talk about themselves. No, no. Your job is to build a relationship bridge. You want to build a relationship by talking to them. The E stands for emotion. Don't use emotional words. 
I hear people all the time, you know, I saw the beat and whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on. You know, be careful with it, with the emotional words. And the R stands for respond. Nod, shake your head, do something but respond. Let them know you are listening. Now, as you begin to, to do this thing with the conversation stack, it you have to practice. I can I can remember uh just this past Monday, I went to see my doctor for my my uh checkup. And when I got there, he was not there yet, but he sent in, or they sent in, his nursing assistant. So when he came in, he said, how you doing? My name is Carlton, and I'm the nursing assistant. I said, right. I said, now, are you a, a student? Are you a, he said, yeah, I'm a student, and I'm going to uh, school right now. I said, what school? He said, Azusa Pacific. I said, oh, okay, no problem. I said, well, you know, uh, it, you're in a very interesting profession. And I began to ask him questions. I said, well, Carlton, I said, now, do you reside in California? He said, oh, yeah. I said, how long you been living? Oh, he said, about, about 20 some odd years. I'm here with my father and everything. I'm from Japan. I said, oh, really? He said, yep. He said, you know, I said, well, you know, uh, if there's any place in the world you want to live, where would it be? He said, I want to go back to, to Japan because I was born in America, but I, was, I went to Japan three years ago, but I want to go back to Japan. So we're talking about Japan, how it works, and some more things. And then he began to ask me some questions about different things. And I said, well, it's, it's important. But then he said this. He said, you know what? He said, I said, well, are you are you uh, are you excited about becoming a nurse's assistant? He said, not really. I said, well, why not? He said, because you know, uh, I know I want to do some things. I said, but you know, he said, well, I'm just not sure. I said, well, you know what? Don't be concerned because right now this is a stepping stone for you. And he looked at me. I said, I said like for example, I said I, I've seen quite a few nurses assistants that have gone through nursing school, but then they became a phlebotomist. And she said, what? I said, yeah. And then the people that are plebotomists are now doing something totally different. I said, so really, this is, this is really a stepping stone for you. Because, see, life is very short. But at the same time, your life is going to be very long. So don't be concerned about if you like it, don't like it. He said, well, you know, uh, they always talk about the money and stuff. And I said, yeah, money is great. I said, but what's better is when you like what you're doing. He said, yeah, you're right about that. So we talked and talked and talked. But at the same time, I found out information about him, why I'm using a conversation stack. So my, by me having a conversation with him, if I can help him solve their problems, I can go to the bank. But what bottom line is this. If I cannot have a good conversation with them, I'm in trouble. What about you? Can you have a good conversation? Where do you use this? No matter where you go, there's people. Learn how to talk to the people. As you talk to people, they'll tell you information that you don't even know. I've been talking to people and they tell me how to get a, get a car, uh, how to get my credit cleaned up, how to do different, how to buy a house. I mean, just by having a conversation. As I have a conversation, they love me. And guess what? I love them also. I love this quote. It says, good, better, best. Never let it rest till your good gets better and your better is best. I'm always trying to become better at my conversation what I'm learning, what I'm listening. I find that if I begin to listen more, I know what books to read, what movies to watch, who who to be on my, my team. They'll refer you. It's so simple. Have a conversation. In recap, we spoke about what is a conversation. From there, we talked about the skills you need to have a conversation. Then we explained about how a conversation becomes conversational, 
and then what I do that helps me. Then we moved over to the area of how to have a difficult conversation where you got to solve these problems, your problems. Then I give you seven steps for how to have the difficult conversation, also known as the hard conversation. And lastly, I give you a tool called the conversation stack. Many times people want to get better. After 43 years of teaching, traveling around the world, not just only in the U.S., I have many, many, many experiences that can help you. Matter of fact, I know some of the average things that people do. And guess what? I can shorten your learning curve. So do me a favor. Contact me, Nate at BrooksResult.com. Again, that's Nate at BrooksResult.com. I want to thank you for listening to my podcast. And as always, stay on top because you certainly deserve it. <laughs>